0: Tequila! What's up, y'all? It's your man, Ben. And I'm Allen. Join us as we tell stories and have fun. What's going on, y'all? Another episode of the Tequila Vibe. We here. This episode is called Closing Time, y'all. So, in the uh, restaurant business, you know, when you're a server, when you're a bartender, busting your ass... Yeah. Working hard. Closing time is the time that you like to hear because it is the end of the shift. The restaurant is closing. But in this episode, we're talking about closing for good. Yes. In terms of restaurants, we feel bad about it. Restaurants and bars closing. We obviously, Ben and I don't want to see any bars and restaurants closed because we know mm-hmm. people are impacted. But we just have to talk about this maybe personally in Atlanta and uh, hopefully to our listeners we can hear from y'all in the comments about whether any of your favorite restaurants or bars have shut down and how you feel about it and maybe the picture moving forward for 2024. We're going to start out with a few, Ben. We got tons of restaurants in Atlanta like we found in our research. Over 200 restaurants opened up in the Atlanta metro area in 2023. Oh, Wow. Not all is bad here. We don't want to just talk about negative in terms of just tons of restaurants shutting down as if that's the whole story because 200 new restaurants open. So, you know how it is with restaurants. Yes. Some open, some close. Margins are historically low. It's a tough business to survive in. Issues with personnel, labor, Mm -hmm. just food shortages and a
1: pandemic. We don't give the pandemic enough credit for how it like impacted everything afterwards we went through it we got through it and i was like all right well that didn't happen no it really did it impacted us all mentally physically spiritually and financially absolutely a lot of these restaurants they caught the brunt of it because if you can't sell to customers then you're not going to make it
0: so let me ask you what was the biggest impact that you saw as a server during the pandemic
1: that you could remember i worked all throughout the pandemic I'm a bartender, a server, all them things. And if anything, I think people were spending more money to kind of not deal with the fact that our world was in disarray and chaos. So I think that the saddest thing about it was there were a lot of places that did close that had just opened and places that had been open for many years that had to close because they couldn't get the clientele. The places that I worked were very fortunate that they didn't have to encounter that, but that wasn't the story for everybody because just across the board in general, a lot of these places had issues and challenges during the pandemic. I didn't see anything from the places I worked because, as you know, Atlanta was open the whole time. Yeah. Nobody stopped going out. It was like, hey, there's a virus out there to kill you. Really? It's two for two Tuesday. I'm going.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's honestly how it was. Like People just... We were wide open. Oh, yeah. I mean, people were coming here to Atlanta for trips and vacations because we were wide open. I, so I, I think that's true. Yeah. I think what's going to be interesting about 2024 is, I mean, the pandemic is is not 100% behind us, but right. now what is going to happen in 2024, now that we see the economic pullback, we see layoffs happening,
1: mm-hmm.
0: we want to talk about this just because we're in this industry. Yes, and we just you know want to have the candid discussion about it. I think, as I told you earlier, almost a hundred, about ninety two thousand Americans, I believe, who had a job January first, mm-hmm. who do not have a job now. It was in terms a- of the number of layoffs that have occurred in this country from January first to now. Almost 100,000
1: jobs lost. Well, you know, that's very interesting because if you listen to the reports on the news, they're always like, oh, no, the economy is so much better. And there are so many jobs out there and everybody's working again. And it's like, Mm-mm, no, no, it's
0: not lining up. I'm not arguing the numbers on the way the stock markets performed, The fact that many people have done very well, even during the pandemic. hmm. But again, ninety-two thousand is not a small number. It's really not for anything. Ninety-two thousand dollars, ninety-two thousand people, people, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. ninety-two thousand shots of tequila. Yeah, (laughs) anything (laughs) which they all need. They all need. Yeah, like (laughs) it's it's not something that we should just
1: ignore. It's an impact. People are impacted by this. A lot of people are. Yeah, families are impacted. People that don't have families. People that like live by themselves. We can't say that the economy, I can't say that the economy is better because, first of all, I'm ridiculously underemployed, and then you go to the, the supermarket, you can get five items from the supermarket, or Walmart, or Target, and it'll run you like $25, and it be stuff that you need. There's no wiggle room for like things that you want. No wiggle room. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy.
0: I'm not the type of person, when I go to Walmart or Kroger... I do not. They do not get me with the end cap specials. The merchandisers (laughs) do not get me because I go in there. I get exactly what I need to get and get out. And even when you get exactly what you need to get, it's like the damn bill is a hundred. It'd be so much. I don't have kids. I don't have a wife. It's just like crazy. That's why I said salute to the parents. I don't know how the hell they don't cuss every time. That they go to the register at a grocery store because if you have one kid, let alone two or three, listen, it has to be like a two hundred fifty
1: to three hundred dollar bill just on a light day. I don't know how y'all like, making it. I commend y'all for taking care of your families and also having to take care of yourself because once again, we went through something very very traumatic and nobody talks about how that has affected us mentally, but nobody's really talking about how it also affected us financially
0: they're not and it's 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 serious it's serious business people are impacted Mm -hmm. and we want to you know shine a light on it and just you know we're hopeful that the industry bounces back we know that it could be a year or two or more before that happens or it might or it might be impacted for good but i think we want to talk about just some of the restaurants in atlanta that many of you all are aware of just to kind of just just let you know what is happening because as business owners we have to be aware of it as well We're trying to sell simple syrup to bars and restaurants. So we just have to be aware of the environment. We're going to go down the line to some of the restaurants that many of y'all know and love. First up is Redbird. Redbird closed in 2023 due to rising costs, unstable supply chain. Because Mm -hmm. think about it. Mm -hmm. It's hard to get some of the specific items that you might need, the niche items that you might need to cook certain items on the menu. If you can't get the items in, how are you going to serve as well as labor? Mm -hmm. labor Mm -hmm. labor labor it's hard to keep a staff on board that's on point you have staff that may not be good very hard to staff
1: it really is so there is
0: i mean you can have a great product but the staffing is going to hurt you so empire state south it's a midtown restaurant they were open for 13 years empire state south shut down due to impacts of the pandemic and inflation food costs are high Mm mm-hmm you try to pass those costs on to the consumer, but they're only going to pay so much. It's math. It is. It is simple math. If the consumers will not pay because they lost their job exactly, or because they're being impacted by inflation, it's difficult for a restaurant to
1: pass the costs on. So maybe they eat the costs. You can only eat the cost for so long. You can only do but so much, especially yeah. when you're in a space where your job is to serve the people and your job is to serve the people food. If the food costs too much, your prices rise. If your prices rise too much, and people see that and you notice it, you know people are like pinching pennies like crazy right now. You go to Man Man's Wok House, and one day the shrimp teriyaki is $14. You go there the next week, it's like $25. Like, well, guess $5. what, Man Man? You ain't going to get my money. I'll go to the store and yeah. get the shrimp myself. And still pay a grip when you get to the store. Like, just all around, it's
0: affecting everybody. Consumers who aren't going to restaurants because they're trying to save money and eat in,
1: mm-hmm.
0: might honestly not be saving much money because they're getting hit in the grocery store. Exactly. So it's a, it's a tough time for everybody, I it think. Is. It and is. And I think, let's talk about leases. So King and Duke, ah. they were open for 10 years in Buckhead. King and Duke closed down because uh owner Ford Fry, there were issues regarding lease renewal. And this is something that we've seen with other restaurants and other establishments is When you don't own the building that you operate out of, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the lease terms that you were under until the lease expires are cool, but you never know how much a landlord is going to try to raise your rent by. True. And if the math, again, back to math, if the landlord is trying to raise rent on you to a certain extent, it's very little that you can do to make the math work if it doesn't work.
1: That's true. That's
0: true. You can't just sign a lease because of feelings no it's not it's 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 it, it has to make sense and what's happening is um some of these establishments are just unable to pay the rising rent it's impacting not just the
1: mom and pops the bigger companies look at zoe's kitchen ben we yeah. got that that was a, a hurt piece when, when you told me that because I've seen those yeah, locations man. everywhere and I always wanted to go into one because I think they did vegetables and stuff like that. Like, yes. And it just seemed like it would be a good place for people to go. And it was always somewhere when I was out in Atlanta. I'll always see a location somewhere.
0: Yeah, because they had a decent presence. Yeah.
1: And to hear that they closed they, like all the Atlanta locations?
0: I don't believe they closed them all but five of them. And like okay. I said before... The locations where these restaurants were located was in higher income, more well-to-do areas. East Cobb, Decatur, West Cobb, near Emory University. And those of you who about Historic Druid Hills know about how high income and high in this area is. Mm -hmm. Sandy Springs, Mm -hmm. one of the suburbs of Atlanta with the highest income of of individuals in the atlanta area a high percentage of individuals making over a hundred thousand dollars happen to live in sandy springs this is not a this is a higher-end city Zoe's kitchen shut down so we have to at least see what is happening and at least be aware of it
1: i mean that really does um, speak volumes about inflation touching everybody
0: Everybody, because you
1: automatically assume just because somebody got money, it's like they making it rain all over town. Nobody wants to spend extra money if you don't have to. If you got the excess funds and you can like do what you want to do, spend your money wherever you want to. That's one thing. But when you just can't even get basic necessities, yeah, you can't treat yourself to a night out. You have to actually not do it. Well, you know, I've been getting into cooking more. I told you, it's like when you buy
0: all the ingredients that the, the TikTok chefs tell you to buy, <laughs> Shout you're out like, to damn. I mean, I might have saved $15 on the bill as opposed to going to cook. <laughs> you do save some money. Let's be real. You save some money. If you have a date not at the crib and you cooking from scratch, like you're definitely going to spend $50 to $100. Yeah, That's what's the interesting part about now. So we just have to prepare and kind of get through this let's talk about some of the numbers wells fargo global market analyst scott wren noted recently that retail spending is going to slow in 2024 i believe it you have to pay attention to what the analysts who are paid lots of money to look at this are saying retail spending is going to slow now what this means in my opinion ben is that as a business owner even our business and other businesses you have to be on point in every way Mm -hmm. customer service thinking outside the box having tablets and things in the restaurant so that it makes up for the Mm -hmm. staff that you don't have Mm -hmm. to allow people to be able to order Mm -hmm. off a tablet or have the qr code on the receipt so people can pay so your servers aren't running ragged you're already understaffed Mm -hmm. some businesses are doing this and they still may not make it but Mm -hmm. you have to prepare you do and you have to fight like hell for survival you and hope that what you're doing will tide the restaurant over until better times come. Better times will come. Yeah. I mean, it could be first quarter of next year where things turn around. True. Or second quarter of next year. This year just started. I'm saying it could be better economically next year true. by June. That's true. That's not now. That's true. So you got to get through this. You know, and and I think the other thing personal savings mm-hmm. was at 851 billion dollars. In the third quarter of last year, by the end of last year, by the fourth quarter, savings was at $818 billion. That's a lot of loss. Which means consumers are dipping into their savings more and more and more. A lot of their savings. Mm -hmm. The inflation is just eating away at people. The inflation is really literally killing us. And the personal savings rate has dipped below 4% personal savings of Americans in regards to what they're saving monthly has dipped. So this is something that we have to be aware of and I think that I mean, I think our challenge, Ben, and our call to people listening is to ask business owners, you need to be reading some articles. Mm-hmm. At least know what is going on because a lot of people, I'm sure, who may listen to us, and we, this is why we dig into the data, you might not have been aware of that. Right. And now you're aware so at least understand the information and move accordingly. But all points there we are going to still survive this. We are going to work with restaurants, consumers, all types of people to push our product. Mm-hmm. It's tough. We're transparent with y'all. We've been transparent with y'all from the beginning. This ain't yeah. all easy. No. Nah. The economy is not easy. None of this is easy, but we will survive, you know, because we've been through a lot. The reality is, to me, it's like the winter. The heat needs to be on. Get some winter coats. Get some blankets. Get the good the ones. sweltering, awful summer and spring heat will be
1: upon us soon. Just survive the winter. You just got to get through the winter. <laughs> it's a cold damn winter. It is. We got to get through it. Financially, everybody is feeling the pinch. It doesn't matter if you're a business owner or just apparent. We will get through this. Hopefully there is some light at the tunnel this year, but the projections kind of make it seem like it probably won't be this year. It might be a little bit longer. So you have to make your concessions where you can to make sure that you don't spend all of your money. One of the things that we learn as business owners is the word sacrifice. Sometimes you won't go out. You can't go out. Sometimes you want to buy yourself something pretty. Nope. Can't buy yourself. You can't even buy yourself anything ugly. You just can't buy nothing. You just have to be focused to get through this time because there is going to be light at the end of the tunnel or you have to reshift how you approach your finances. It's not a pretty thing to do. It's not a it's not a fun thing to do, but it's absolutely necessary if you want to survive in these times
0: necessary to get to the next level. And just remember the sacrifice will get you in a better place. It will. We're just being transparent. We could just sit here and tell y'all, go to the bar, spend your last dime. Make sure you get a Southwest sipper. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> no, we're not going to say that. We we just want everybody to be okay financially. And we understand that, you know, eventually this is all going to turn around. So we're, we're preparing ourselves for tough times, but to get through them. That's why the saving grace is all point syrup has no alcohol in it, which means if individuals cut back on drinking, our product can be made without alcohol. It really can. That's why we connect ourselves at the hip to all things tequila and margarita and things like that. But we made this syrup so that it can be made even for individuals who don't drink. Exactly. We're not experts at anything. But we want y'all as business owners who may not be even in the food and beverage space to at least prepare, plan, know the data as it relates to your industry. Mm-hmm. And don't just sit there guessing. Because when you don't know the numbers, you are literally guessing. Right. You don't know what the hell is happening. You just have a dream and you're just doing it. Mm-hmm. When that's, a dream is good, but you need to know the numbers. We're only referencing bars and restaurants in Atlanta, but, you know, there's many bars and restaurants across the country that have closed. But you got to know the numbers. This has been a good episode. One thing we'll say is when you go to a restaurant in Atlanta or a bar in Atlanta, leave a good tip if you provide a good service. Ask the servers how they've been doing and the bartenders how they've been doing with life. Be mindful of that even more in the times that we're living in. And just understand that that 20% tip that you provide, or even more, hopefully, don't feel bad about it or don't wonder about it. Just know that that could have made somebody's day, made somebody's month. And these servers and bartenders are working hard in Atlanta and nationwide. We know people have to cut back. You just got to cut back. But if you are going to go out to eat,
1: treat the servers and the bartenders right. And conversely... So all my servers and bartenders out there. This is hard, tough times for everybody. Sometimes you gotta take a job that you really don't want just to make sure you got money coming in. Do not put your attitude about where you are onto the customers because you'll never know what somebody's going through. You never know the the walk they have to go through. You never know. Like everybody has a story. Everybody has a struggle, and nobody wants to hear. Your problems, just like when the customers come in and they rag on you, it goes both ways. It's oh, all about respect. We live in some really, really them times right now. And let's not even get into the impending election season, which is about to just throw us around like a bunch of dolls. I'm not dealing with it. Remember to be kind to each other and actually do that. We are human beings. We all need each other. There is no yolo you not yolo what's the other one no new friends whatever that shit is people be saying was like i don't need (laughs) nobody blah 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 yes you do you need community you have to have a community you got to have a tribe and you never know you might be at work sometime you chop it up with somebody and they might get you to your next opportunity they might introduce you to somebody to get you to your next opportunity and vice versa be kind to each other please be kind to
0: each other absolutely so on that note we're going to end this episode. It was called Closing Time. Yes. We hope that you guys got some insight from it. The weekend is coming up. If you choose to go out, some of y'all are cutting back, which we support. Mm-hmm. If you choose to go out and you choose to drink or you choose to eat, tip well. And, Please and, do. and treat the bartenders in the service. Please right. Do. They're working hard out here. And I'm not saying... If you get a bad experience, a tip, I'm saying a lot of these folks, 90%, 95% of these servers and bartenders are good people. They're gonna they provide good services. Mm-hmm. There's some bad instances, but just treat them right and let's get through. Yes.
1: Server does not mean servant. Yes. Preach. <laughs>
0: say it again one more time. Server does not mean again.
1: servant. This is not going with the wind. I am not that lady. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that lady name was that. Was the lady that was serving? What's her name? The white chick. What, what are these people name? <laughs> y- your server is not your servant. Hold That's on, all I'm you? saying. That's all I'm saying. Yeah,
0: this is not slavery. Thank you. This is 2024. It is not 1792. Hmm. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so I glad. Went back. Oh yeah, I'm glad too because that it was bad. it was we,
1: brutal. We wouldn't be and, doing oh, this yeah, podcast. We wouldn't, we wouldn't.
0: We wouldn't. We would be nursing our wounds from the field. <laughs> So yeah, this is this is definitely oh, a better time. Yes it is. But until next time, good people.
1: It's the Tequila Vibe. Yes sir. We out. All right. Thank you so much for listening to The Tequila Vibe. Now, take a shot.
0: Follow us and leave a review wherever you listen to podcast audio.